Mark is watching soccer, and it's so weird because there's nobody in the stands. <laughs> that seems crazy. It's so weird looking. Oh, no. The soccer player got hit in the nuts real hard, I think. Oh, nice. Oh, he got kicked in the junk. Do they not wear cups? Anyway, they must wear cups. There's balls flying everywhere, feet shooting no, around. No, why don't they wear cups? Yeah. Are they just trying to be cool? Well, doesn't the cup like jam into your crotch anyway? It's not like... Yeah, it's not foolproof. Yeah. But he just said they don't wear them. Oh. Soccer. Weird. Well, oh, fun. maybe I'll start watching soccer. So you can see some flapping balls. Yeah, some jangly deeks. Welcome to Baddest Mothers in the Room. I'm Casey. I'm the mother of Bo, a two-year and 11-month-old man. And Marvin, <laughs> a almost two-week-old baby boy. Yay! And I'm Yay. Tristan. I'm the mother of Nelly, a uh, like two-and-a-half-or-something-year-old baby girl. <laughs> We're the kind of gals that didn't know if we were going to have babies or not, but then we did it, and so we're here to talk about it. And then you did it again. Uh, now, we are not again. professional, so don't take our advice if we give you any too seriously. So we're just here to talk about the perils of parenting. And if you have someone you'd like to recommend as a guest or a topic you'd like us to speak on or any comments on what we're talking about, go ahead and reach out to us, baddestmothers at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, and you know. Check out our social medias while we're talking about it. They're all at Baddest Mothers. If you got something yeah. to check out. Oh, which reminds me, I was going to check our followers. Oh, yeah. To see if we got what I what I had requested to tell my my pregnancy horror story. So we, we have a, a couple new followers. Thank you very much, folks. But we do need six more people. <gasps> okay. Six more followers, please. Okay. Well, let's get down to it. Uh, have you done anything interesting so, lately, Casey? Uh, yes, I had a child. Oh. A baby. Oh, very good. A human. A human. A human boy. I hear him tweeting over there. Yes, we had a boy. So as you you know, we did not know what we were having beforehand. So that was an exciting reveal. That made the whole thing a little less fucking frightening because i'm gonna be honest getting a c-section was fucking frightening <laughs> i bet it was i bet it was let's yeah. well, how where do we begin where do we begin okay so as as you all know because i talked about it quite a bit i had placenta previa which means my placenta was blocking the exit and they in 90 percent of the time it moves and you get to go about your merry way uh, and I'm the lucky 10% where it didn't go anywhere. So, like, it didn't budge. It was full preview. And I had what they would call an anterior placenta. I always forget what the other word was. Probably but it means posterior. it was the placenta. Was, well, it was on the top. I don't oh. know what that means. They hmm. they used an A word. They used anterior. So that means the placenta was, yeah, on top. So there was, like, a lot going on, making it a little bit more high risk. Um, so we had our scheduled C-section on July 7th. And... We had to be there at like 9.30 in the morning. Obviously, like I couldn't eat after a certain time and blah, blah, blah. 
So I've, I had what felt like like my my last meal as if I was about to get executed the night before. <laughs> we got some good good carry out food, which I proceeded to throw up. So it didn't really matter anyway. Great. Um, and got to have my Gatorade in the morning and that was it. So we go in, you know, it's kind of business as usual. Uh, I mean, I don't know what your experience was, but probably similar to what yours was because you weren't in labor when you got there because you got induced. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in labor, at least that I could feel when I got there with Bo because my water had just broken. I didn't go through labor yet. So you're just kind of like sitting around, you know, and they're like checking you in and you're signing a bunch of freaking paperwork and they're asking you the same one million questions over and over again. Um, and then you go to like this pre-op room and you get ready. And then all of a sudden it's like go time. And it's like, oh God, this is when it's like getting nervous. So I had a bunch of requests that were things that I that were important to me that can be off the table if you're having a C-section. For example, I like to keep my placenta. Maybe some of you listeners recall this where I kept my placenta with bow and had it encapsulized. Definitely wanted to do that again. And they were like, maybe. My doctor straight up was like, I don't know, maybe. Um, I wanted delayed cord clamping. That's supposed to be really good for the infants. He said, maybe. Mark wanted to announce the gender and I wanted to get the baby on me skin to skin to try to latch as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes there can be a little bit more of a delay there and a delay with your milk coming in when you have a C-section because your body and your mind, your body's a little like separated, right? Yeah, because you haven't really gone into labor or whatever. Right. You didn't do all that. So the nurse, the OR nurse was telling me who was pregnant with her third child um, that it's the placenta coming out of the body is what triggers your body to be like postpartum stuff. Oh, like, okay, let's, let's make milk. Let's do this, blah, blah. But still, if you're like, I guess, because you're numb from the freaking midsection down, maybe it just takes a little longer for it to all be like, yo, what's up? So these were my requests, right? So we'll see what happens. This is where it gets really, this is where I like start getting fucking scared. Like my foot is shaking. I'm apologizing to the nurse because I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't stop shaking my foot. She's like, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Oh, there's a little mire tweeting in the background. <laughs> um, because, you know, you're, when you deliver, you're in like a nice birthing room. There's pictures on the wall and there's windows and you can move until you get your epidural anyway and, and do all these things. Like I'm in a, freaking operating room like Mm -hmm. straight up sterile freezing fucking cold weird coolers that look like beer coolers I don't know what was going on them uh (laughs) super bright light people that I don't know what their job is that and everyone of course I mean you're gonna be masked in an OR in a normal time too but like everyone's like fully masked and shield and stuff like where's my doctor um he did come by before the surgery though and he did a a quick ultrasound and it's like your placenta uh, you might still be able to keep it, but I cannot do delayed cord clamping because I have to cut into it and it's going to cause a lot of blood loss. So, and I was like, so you had mentioned before there might be blood loss and like there'd be blood on standby in case I needed a transfusion. Like, is that what's in those coolers, bud? Yeah. He was definitely like, yeah. Like, I don't know. He definitely gave us the vibe that like, you're going to end up with a blood transfusion. Oh God. Um, Wait, can I ask one thing? So with the delayed cord clamping, does that mostly just mean like the baby's born and you're doing skin to skin or whatever, but they're just the cord still attached to you? Yeah. The, the, um, the placenta would still be attached to the baby. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. 
for as long as possible to give like this extra boost of goodness or whatever. Okay. So he says he can't do that. All right, great. That's off the table. I'm telling Mark, I'm like, they're not going to let me keep this placenta. I feel like there's no way. So, and then when we get into the OR, I heard him ask the nurse, like after I was on the table and, and got my spinal, which hurt, which hurt. <laughs> and, uh, was like laying there. I heard him ask the nurse where the blood was. And she was like, Oh, it's in the whatever. She didn't say the other room, but something that implied it was in the <laughs> room. And he was like, bring it in here. Uh, I'm like, Fuck. I don't know if a blood transfusion hurts, but it sounds like it does. I don't want one. Uh, you know, and I just don't want to lose a lot of blood. Like yeah. let's not. And have strangers just- blood in you. What if it's a murderer and you become a murderer? Yeah. I just suddenly murder. Yeah. They do make you sign something that's like, it probably doesn't have HIV, but you got to sign this just in case <laughs> Great. it does. Cool. Like, cool, cool. So anyway, I'll just, spoiler alert, I didn't need the transfusion, so that's good. Excellent. Um, as a matter of fact, he said afterwards that I lost like a normal amount of blood. He was very surprised, so. Mm, good job. Cool. Um, but so I'll just like keep going, I guess. So when I first got the uh, spinal and they had me lay down, they put like the little oxygen thingies on my nose. And I was like, can I take my mask off? So the anesthesiologist took my mask off for me. And um, my blood pressure crashed. So all of a sudden I was like, whoa, I'm really dizzy. Oh, God, I don't feel well. I might throw up. Uh." And he's like, okay, your blood pressure went down. So then he like, I saw him put something into my IV. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay, I feel better. Oh, God, oh, my God, I have the worst headache and my ears are ringing. And he asked me a question. I'm like, I can't hear you. My ears are ringing. And he was like, your ears are ringing? Your ears are ringing? You can't hear me? I could, I could like, hear him saying that really loud over the ringing in my ears. Huh? And he was like, your blood pressure is too high. And so. <laughs> well, I'm was- sorry. You did it. I know. So I went from, like, crashed out to feel good for, like, two seconds to crash up and Oh my God. It was horrible. It was like this horrible. I was like, is this how I'm going to feel this whole fucking surgery? So then he got it balanced out. And all of a sudden I was like, well, I don't know if you did that just so I could know the difference between feeling really shitty and feeling all right, but it works because I feel good now. (laughs) Um, Like that was a wild ride. So, and you know, Oh God, it's just so weird. You can't see anything. This like cloth is there, but it's like, it's there. Like it's barely past my boobs. So my right arm is totally strapped down. And my left arm is kind of strapped down, but I can move it a little. Like, I could get it to my face, like, scratch my cheek. But, you know, for someone who's a little claustrophobic, I was like, I'm not loving this. <laughs> so all that happened before Mark was even in the room. So Mark wasn't even there to support me for, like, the shittiest part. Aww. Like, all that happened before they cut into me. And they were, like, cut in before they let the birthing partner in the room. Huh. So I knew when they cut into me, though, obviously I couldn't feel it. But the anesthesiologist goes, do you feel feel any sharp pain and I said no and he goes yeah pass the test (laughs) okay thank god do you feel like your body has been split in twain no great (laughs) like okay I'm glad to know that but also I kind of didn't want to know what the fuck was going down there and all uh, going on down there at all so then Mark comes in he gets like this little like piano stool to sit on (laughs) and um no piano though unfortunately Uh. and and he was great. So he brought his phone. So he played music. I was, he's like, what do you want to listen to? And I don't know why. I was like, the Tom Petty's Wildflowers album. All right, great. So. <laughs> what do you mean? With- you don't know why? That sounds exactly like what you would say. <laughs> so we listened to that. We did some breathing exercises, just kind of 
be distracted. Um, and then it gets weird because you start like moving around a lot. Like your body is getting like shook around as they're like moving stuff. And it's like kind of violent feeling. <laughs> um, and Mark heard the doctor like grunting, like, like trying to pull this baby out. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? And then, uh, and that took forever. So I'm like, where's this baby? Because this feels like this is taking forever. What kind of, do you of- know how long it actually was, the forever? I think 20 minutes okay. or so. Um, and I just had a lot of people be like, it feels really quick. It goes by really fast. And I was like, I don't know what they were talking about. It felt like 900 years. And I'm like, where's the baby? Oh, tick, tick, motherfuckers. Ha- <laughs> right. We're not even halfway through this shit. And, you know, when the baby comes out. Yeah. We're not even halfway done. And um, so then finally they were like, Mark, it's your turn to shine. So he just stood up real quick. And in his words, he's like, I looked over, I saw a lot of red, but I didn't like look down and I saw his balls. So yeah, Mark announces it. Great. I like laughed for some reason. I just, I had a suspicion it was going to be another boy. So I was uh-huh. like, ha ha. <laughs> um, and then they like take him into this little side room to clean him up and measure him and weigh him and all that. And Mark gets to go with and I'm just like, Whoa. I imagine like all the doctors and nurses leave too. And you're just like by yeah, yourself. Just, like. just everyone just with my body wide open. <laughs> um, just like, okay, what, I don't know what's going on, but have fun. And uh, I was just like, do I get to see him pretty soon? I think I asked at one point. <laughs> and Mark would come back, like check on me real quick. And then he'd go back. He's like, where do you want me to be? I'm like, you can stay with the baby. Uh, so he was 19 and a half inches. Seven pounds and seven ounces on seven sevens. So everyone was like, oh. magic. And that is seven and a half. That's big for, or seven seven. That's big for being, what, three weeks early? Uh, two. He was, he was one day shy of 38 weeks. Okay. So, yeah. I was like, well, if I would have made it to 40 and done vaginal, he probably would have been an eight and a half pound baby. Yeah. Because what I was reading on this, my app was that they, they can gain a substantial amount of weight in those last couple of weeks. Yeah. Isn't it like a pound a week or something at some point? Or oh maybe I'm making God, that up. Yeah. It could be. He could have been a nine and a half pounder. That would have <laughs> sucked. Uh, so, yeah, seven ounces more than Bo was. And Bo was 40 weeks and two days. Hmm. But he looks really lean. He's like a very lean dude. <laughs> uh, all right. So they finally bring him to me and I get to do the skin to skin. And the dude latches immediately, which nice. was awesome. Uh, latches in the OR. I think someone, the nurse or the anesthesiologist or something, was like, whoa, good job. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of impressed by it. So that feels good. They tied my tubes while they were in there. So listeners, don't don't be uh, waiting for the third child to be born. Oh, I didn't know that was uh, on the table. It was on the table. And... I will tell you, I talked to my doctor about it quite a bit before we did it. So I was like, if there's any side effects, I'm not doing this, uh-huh. you know, but you're already in there. So yeah. he's the one who brought it up. He's like, well, I'm in there. You know, I could just do this for you if you're done. And I was like, all right. Are there any side effects? Do you have any like experiences of like menopausal things? I'm like, no, no, there's nothing like that. Does it, is there pain associated with it? And he said, sometimes like people who have had multiple C-sections and then their last one, obviously, they get their tubes tied, said maybe there could be like a slightly bit more pain. Hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this is my only C-section, so I'm not really going to know the difference. Well, guess what, people? I definitely know the difference. I have this, it's subsiding a little bit now, but 
some of the worst pain I've ever experienced on the right side, like burning fucking fire that's not at the incision. And when I went to my checkup the other day, he's like, that's from the tubal. And I was like, motherfucker, I told you. (laughs) I was going to say, how do you know? Like, how do you know it's not just C-section pain or whatever? But his guess is that it's from the, the tube tie. And that I find to be very annoying. Because <laughs> um, there was a time where I could not, I could not get out of bed a, this, a couple times. At the hospital, I was once stuck on the side of the bed for 40 minutes. I couldn't move forward and I couldn't move back. So I just sat on the side of the bed for 40 minutes in the middle of the night because I could not move. Where are the fucking nurses? Uh, I mean, there was nothing they could really do. Huh. Uh, so Mark just kind of held me there until I could lay back down. I peed on one of the gigantic maxi pads because I just like, I have to pee. (laughs) And that's when they decided to keep me the extra night because of the pain. Um, But in the hospital, I was on oxycodone. So I was like, rad. Uh, (laughs) When it was working, it was working very well. Oh, yeah. Did you Um, like uh, hallucinate or anything? No, I was just like super stoned. Oh, nice. Just like real stoned and then it got rid of the pain. So I was like, yeah, feels good. Um, but they don't give that stuff away. So yeah, probably uh, for the better. Yeah, I got 10 pills to take home and they went real fast and now they are gone. Um, and then they subscribed me some other or prescribed me some other hydrocodone. Yeah, with acetaminophen. I was like, all right, well, I'll try this. And it made me feel so fucking horrible that I can't take it. Yeah. So hydrocodone, with hydrocodone for sale. Because <laughs> then it was happening at home where I couldn't get out of bed. So one night I was like, I can't move. So Mark went and got a bowl for me to pee in. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a bowl for me to smoke. Bowl. <laughs> so I smoked a bowl. So I smoked a bowl and then I was fine. <laughs> I peed in a bowl um, and I will go ahead and leave it up to any guests I have over in the future to guess which bowl it is. Oh, it's still there. Still in the old in the old cupboard. Still in the house. Yeah, it's been washed. So anyway, so they give you tubal. So the tubal happened and then they stitch you back up. So that also seemed like it took for fucking ever. (laughs) Like what is happening? Uh, And then the doctors came around and was like, oh, he's cute. Bye. And I was like. (laughs) Okay. Um, so, you know, they move you out and post-op room and all that shit. And then you finally make it to your mother-baby room eventually. And Well, the, what about the placenta, though? That must have happened in here. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes, I got to keep it. Yay. So some fun stuff about my placenta. He let me keep it. He, he was really cool about this stuff. Like, you could tell he doesn't give up book and he probably doesn't believe that the placenta pills do anything you know like he's just yeah. like i don't know why she wants this shit but he's like yeah i usually send him to the lab um when it's placenta previa but you wanted it so it was either the lab or gave it to you and you wanted it and i was like well thank you oh, oh marvy <laughs> yeah he sounds like a little dinosaur we yeah think, very we velociraptor yeah he's like <laughs> Uh, he's going to want to eat here. So fun fact about this placenta was it's no surprise. I had previa 
Because when the doula took it and made the pills, she brought it back and was like, that placenta was gigantic. Uh, she says, now, Bo's placenta made 90 pills even. I remember that because I was like, 90 pills, 90 day maternity leave, you know? And um, she said the average placenta makes 110-ish. And Marv's, Marv's placenta made 156 pills. Damn. So she made artwork out of it as well. She made a uh, placenta print <laughs> where she put pressed it on some cardstock. And I have that now. Yeah, we'll have to put it on the Instagram. People are going to want to see. I could. I could put it on the gram. Uh, that'll be about as much of a display as it's going to get. I was like, I could hang it in the bathroom maybe. I've got my boob my boob painting in the bathroom yeah. so I can have my placenta print in the bathroom. Yeah, just all of Casey's innards. Yeah. You could put that yeah, bowl just... in there, the pee bowl. Yeah, my pee bowl in there in case you don't want to use the toilet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the exciting news. So I looked it up and it was like, this could cause placenta preview. I'm like, well, there you go. And also one of its reasons for happening can be that you're a smoker. I'm like, are you, were you making me smoke cigs while I was sleeping Mark because <laughs> previa and the large placenta are both like side effects of smoking while pregnant so I don't know huh. I swear I didn't I believe you yeah um so a couple other fun facts if you don't mind me just continuing no, on, my, go on. My, my train here of thought is one thing I didn't know because I've never had fucking surgery before is that when you have like this spinal it takes a while for like your organs to basically like wake up again. So it wears off. And so you start to like feel your legs and feet and stuff, but your organs need to like check back in with your body. Hold on. Can we pause? I think yeah. I need to feed this guy. For sure. Okay. Open it up. Open up. Ah. He really wants to just do the end. Uh, so. He likes the tip. He does like the tip. <laughs> like his mom. Uh, what do I know? I haven't had sex since March. How many more? How do you still have to wait the same amount of weeks after a C-section as you do for a vag? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you do, and you still have stuff like pouring out of your vagina. So oh yeah, like, I forgot. You still get the lochia or whatever it's called. Yeah. So they take out the catheter and all that, and she says, "All right, you're going to have to pee within six hours." I'm like. Get to know me. I can pee at any time. Uh, so eventually they finally like, maybe four hours later, they're like, it's time for you to get out of bed. So I get out of bed for the first time. I feel pretty good. My legs are being really weird. It, I was like Grandpa Joe and Willy Wonka when he like, walks <laughs> for the first time. I'm like, uh, try to pee, can't, fine, whatever. Don't think much about it. I still have two whole hours before I like have to pee. So then try again. Still don't pee. It's like an hour left, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go just sit on the toilet for a while. Uh, no pee. It's like getting down to the wire. She's yeah. like, you know, if if you don't pee, we're gonna have to put in a, a catheter again. Like a there was a word she used, which ends up being like just a one time catheter, like not a one that stays in. Just like oh, get just it, like let's get, suck the pee out. Let's suck the pee out and then pull it back out again. Was it a and siphon? Yeah. They just basically. like suck on the other end of it, like get it started. Yeah. Yep. She got some in her mouth. She spit it out. She didn't swallow it. 
So I'm like, oh man, I don't want this fucking catheter. I got to pee. So I'm looking it up. I'm doing all the things. I'm putting a wet washcloth on my vagina. I'm putting, I'm, oh, I had peppermint oil with me. I'm sniffing peppermint oil. I've got the water running in the bathroom. My hands under the faucet. Did they offer oh, you M&Ms? I did not. That would have been real smart. <laughs> it cl- clearly works. Everyone in the room gets one M&M if you go potty. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Needless to say, it didn't fucking happen. So they had to give me a catheter. Oh. Not cool. Not comfortable. Not fun. And then they were both, and they were both like, okay, is this, where does this go? Uh, Is this where, okay. All right. Like, I'm like, do they know what the fuck they're doing? Yeah. What? I don't know. They were like asking each other questions and they're like shining a light on my vagina. I was like, what is going on? This should be, I want them to just feel like they are really good at this. I want them to know where my pee hole is. That'd be great. Yeah. It took almost some time. It was very uncomfortable. And then I filled this huge bag with yours. Like your bladder was very full. Like they were Super impressed by the amount of pee they got out of there. That's crazy that you're even, I feel like it would be the opposite that you just like wouldn't be able to hold it in and you just keep like peeing your pants or something, you know? Apparently my bladder I mean, I, didn't know that. Yeah, evidently not. My The science that I've invented is not correct. So No, no, you're still not a doctor? Yeah. Shoot. Um, well, I bet you would have found my pee hole faster because that took forever. <laughs> So that was annoying. Um, but now I can, I pee freely oh. now. Um, and I don't have to pee in bowls anymore because my pain is getting better. So good. that's good. Yeah, so we got out of there on Friday, your birthday, as a matter of fact, Thank July you. 10th. Thank you. And uh, it's been fucking roses since. Good. How sarcastic are you being? No, everything is, everything's pretty good. You know, the pain... I, I, I know nobody can really decide if you're getting a C-section or doing vaginal, but I would not recommend a C-section if for some reason you did have a choice. I mean, I think people there, do choose it. I think you can, or, or like depending on the state or something, I think people do like just for funsies. Oh, you know, it obviously there wasn't the pain of labor, but I would take that over the scary surgery and the super long recovery and the grossness that is my body. I mean, I barely looked at my body. Like, I, I can't look at it. It'll gross me out. Mm. So luckily, my big old belly flap just kind of covers it up so I don't really have to see it. <laughs> but it's it's down there. It still has, like, these little strips of tape on it, uh-huh. which Bo asked me to look at it. So I let him. He goes, oh, those teeth? I'm like, yeah, it's tape. So then he asked me again a couple of days later. He's like, can I see the teeth? <laughs> sure, bud. Tell us about Bo and Marv meeting. It was adorable. <laughs> so we were lucky enough. Here's a good thing about the scheduled C-section is you know when to ship off your older kid, I guess. So Monday we took him up to Michigan. He stayed there the entire time we were in the hospital. And then they brought him back on Sunday. So we had... Friday evening and all day Saturday to kind of just readjust to life with Marv. And then Bo came. So we come walking in the door and we thought we were really prepared because obviously we'd been talking to him about Dong forever. He had now met him over FaceTime. 
um, your big brother, this is donk's chair, this is donk's toy, blah, blah. And so we thought, okay, we're totally prepared. This can be adorable. He walked in and immediately he's just staring at my stomach. I was like, oh yeah. I didn't think to be like, I'm going to look different when you see me now. <laughs> now I only look five months pregnant instead of uh, nine months pregnant. So he's like, your tummy. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My tummy is a little smaller, a little bit smaller now because Donk's not in there anymore. Oh, and he's just, he's just staring at me. <laughs> so I bring him over and he sees Donk in the Donk. He still calls him Donk quite a bit. We all do. Uh, he sees Marvin is his little bassinet thingy in our room. And he's just like his hugest smile Aww. just plastered on his face. And he's going, oh, <laughs> so then we get Marv up and we give him the boppy and we put him on him. Oh, oh, hi, hi. He wants to kiss his feet in his head, in his tummy all the time. He's always asking, can I kiss him? Yeah, go ahead. He, can I hold him? He wants to hold him all the time, which is yeah. nice, but also it's like, no, yeah, you can never hold him all the yeah. time. <laughs> Very terrifying. Um, if, if Marv is in his little baby chair, Bo just goes up and he's like telling him about his toys and the little hangy downy things on the chair. He's like, this is owl. This is turtle. This is whatever the other thing is on there, snail. And Aww. he's just talking to him and telling him about stuff. It is very freaking adorable. <laughs> he hasn't shown any jealousy yet. I'm sure these things will come. Or if he does, it comes in like normal toddler ways. Like I'm feeding Marv and he'll be like, I want, I don't know, I want some juice. Like, okay, ask Dada, he'll get you some juice. No, you do it. You do it. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I can't because I'm feeding him. I should post a video for you all of he was holding Marvin. I was making a video because he was being real cute and going, oh, hi, Marv, hi. And then he looked at me and I had a tit hanging out because I just fed Marv and I was letting it dry. And I, he goes, oh, mama, oh, milk coming out of your boob. <laughs> so he's also very helpful for uh, my purposes yeah, as well. Yeah. He said, uh, Marv eating, Marv eating boob. <laughs> he's having milk. Oh, he's eating nipple. <laughs> okay, he's kind of, yeah, he is chomping on my nipple. So I guess <laughs> you're pretty, pretty correct. And then we shipped him off to uh, grandma's for the weekend. So we're back down to one kid. And of course I have mom guilt about it. I'm like, oh, we shipped him off after he was gone for so long. And Mark's like, no guilt here. <laughs> yeah. You need your time. You need a minute. Yeah. yeah. Having two kids is a lot of children. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, God, that first few weeks was so hard <laughs> with a little teeny. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's a little easier now because you're not like, I assume everything is slightly less terrifying than it was the first time around. It is. You're, you're still constantly checking if they're breathing all the time. Yeah. But there's so many other things where it's like breastfeeding. I was like, okay. I can do this again. Yeah. Um, or having things ready. Like there was so much stuff. It was like, oh my God, here, we didn't buy this, 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 and this. Run to Target. Um, but we had all that kind of stuff like hand sanitizer on the changing table or um, gripe water, vitamin D drops and stuff like that. Like because I've done it before. Yeah. I had it. I had like my breastfeeding like Tupperware I just carry around with me it's got my nipple covers and my lanolin and 
some of my vitamins and his D drops and stuff and like stuff. I was, I had it already all prepared and there's something really satisfying about reusing your shit. Yeah. Both like financially and like environmentally and stuff. Right. Like all this plastic that I had to get is getting a, another right. life. How were your nips these- doing? I know they had a first, they had a hard time with a bow. They're good right now. Um, when I had the really bad pain on my nipples with bow, that was at like probably, he was probably like six weeks old. So there's still potential for shit to go wrong. But I feel, again, because it's my second kid, that I'm smarter about it. Like part of what the doctor said was could have been why they got so painful is because I wasn't letting them dry off enough. Oh. And I'm definitely letting them dry off this time. I basically just had my boobs hanging out <laughs> all day long. Sounds great. Yes. I'm quite the picture to behold, as you may have seen on my birthday Instagram post. That was me on my birthday, just covered in breast milk with my little um, binding thing on, which I don't need to wear anymore, thank God. There was like that big binding belt that kind of just holds your stomach in, makes you feel better. Oh. Bleeding out of my crotch. That's my life. Well, good job. You had a kid. Thank you. Yep. Marvin Patrick. Marvin. And yeah, he was nameless for a little while. What Was there another, uh, were there two that you were choosing between or... There was a couple. We had a girl's name set in stone. We were ready. So, of course, then that just means it's going to be a boy, right? Yeah. Um, so that was going to be Mar- or, uh, Marvin, uh, Daphne Patricia. Oh. And then with him, we were thinking about Marvin a lot. We were actually thinking about the middle name Casey. Oh, cute. So it could have been Marvin Casey. And then we started looking at, because he was 7-7 seven, seven on 7-7, seven, seven, uh, a lot of people that were texting, like, name him Sven. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But I wonder if there's other names that we do like that are somehow, like, associated with the number seven. Like, ah. let's just Google it. Or Septimus. Seven. <laughs> it's weird because you look like numerology and stuff will have, like, uh-huh. these are names that are associated. And they're not necessarily sounding like it. They're just, and they're not even necessarily seven letters, but they would be, like, Robert is associated with the number seven because of whatever fucking weird reason, you know. Mm. So one name we did like on there was Seamus. Oh. We were tossed around. Uh, but then I decided I wanted the middle name Patrick. So to still name Seamus him. Patrick. That, and that was exactly the problem with Seamus <laughs> Patrick. Because I was excited about Patricia because that was my grandma's name. And I was like, oh, now it's a boy. We can't use Patricia. Well, we'll do Patrick. Seamus Patrick, little heavy-handed on the Irish, especially for a couple of people that aren't Irish. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we we skipped we skipped Seamus. Well, Marv is cute. Marv. Yeah. Wow, there's just like so many hurt soccer players. Right All their penises. Yeah, their penises are hanging out of their shorts. Oh, speaking of which, do you have any more about Marv for now? For your birthday? I think that's... I think that's the birth story. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, I was just going to say, while we're on penises, you know, Nellie was very into, uh, thought that Chris's penis was very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, adorable. Now she saw him again peeing, and she was like, Daddy, I like your penis. I like your penis, Daddy. <laughs> that's nice. I feel like she already understands, like, the con or the idea that men can be like self-conscious about their junk. 
And so she's like, I got to make sure dad feels good about yeah, his Yeah, got to shower him with compliments. Yeah. And I'm like, should you not pee in front of her? And like, she's right. like almost too into it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but if, then if you don't, I don't know. That's weird too if you're just like, you can't look at my body. Yeah, and we didn't want to be like, he was like, don't say that, Nellie. And she's like, why? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> don't say that. I can't can't tell you why. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, I. I don't get compliments on my vagina from Bo, but he does like to mention it a lot. Oh, it's usually you have vagina. <laughs> yes, I have penis. Yes, Tata has penis. Yes, great. Have we ta- Has he talked about Marv's penis at all? He's asked to see it quite a bit, <laughs> and we're usually like, "Well, he's wearing a diaper right now." He also thought Marv still has his. Um, shriveled up little umbilical cord thingy on here it hasn't oh, fallen yeah. off yet and so he asked if that was his penis and i was like no thank god Ugh, god horrifying mangled penis <laughs> um but he's asked if it was his penis a couple times no no no, not at all, all so right. how about you tristan <laughs> you got any got any good wins or fails yeah oh well i mean they're both medium i don't know whatever everything's the same this life is just wearing on this endless pandemic 2020 man um but i guess my win it's just sort of a life win i guess but it's i don't know it seemed kind of parenting related at the time um i still have a job which was in question for a little while um yeah since the last time we spoke then my company had you know was very much affected by the coronavirus and they tried to hang on as long as they could before they started laying people off but they kind of had announced that they would do it at the beginning of our fiscal new year which is july 1st um so like a day before that we got uh an email from our ceo that was like it's happening monday and tuesday so i like logged on to my computer Monday morning and it was and she was like hey you'll be, people who are being laid off will hear from their bosses today or tomorrow um so I was like so fucked up chatting with my good friend and we're like Ugh, I don't know this is horrible like this is really stressful and then uh I feel like that's worse like I feel like they're trying to per- or be helpful by warning you mm-hmm but to me, that just makes things scarier and harder. Like, I was laid off once, and we knew it was always the potential was there because I work, was working in a dying industry. But I'm glad I didn't, like, know it was coming directly. <laughs> yeah. Because even, like, yeah. I mean, even if you're not – so if you're not laid off, then you just have to wait for 48 hours, basically, to make sure. That, yeah. Though that was not the case for me because – so. We were talking about it. It was like seven in the morning. Um, we had just logged in, and then I was chatting with her on Skype, and she was like, "Oh shit, our boss is calling me." And we were like, "Ugh!" And so then I was just like watching her little red Skype light that she was in a call. Oh, no. And then as soon as her Skype light went green, he called me, and I was like, "Fuck!" And like Chris is sitting oh. across the dining room table. And I'm like, here it is. Like, he's not, he wouldn't call me to tell me everything was okay. 
Like they don't have that yeah. kind of time. They're not just going to dick around. <laughs> like, um, so he calls and he's like, hi. And I was like, hi. Oh no. Uh, how's it going? Uh, just say it. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, well, it's going to be a really hard couple days. And, you know, there have been a lot of tough decisions. I'm like, okay, well, I'm fucking fired, you know? And uh, and he's like, but um, you do have a position if you want it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, great. What? Let's go, man. Come on. <laughs> I think he was like kind of weird about it because my position was eliminated, but they they created a national version of my position. So it's like the same thing, but a little different. Like, he's not my boss anymore. It, it's different. It's very different. But okay. I mean, it's like, it's a lateral move. You know, it's like the same pay, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um. So it's good. It's been like a huge transition. Or not huge yet. I think it's going to be a huge transition. A lot of it's been being like, what is going to happen? Because it's a new position. So nobody knows uh-huh. what it is. But so, so yeah. So it was very stressful. I was like, uh, you know. He needs to start with, hey, I have good news. Yeah. You know, like, it's like when I've had test results from the doctor. When they call, they're like, hi, is Catherine also there? Yes, speaking. Okay, this is going to be good news. And then they get into it. They're not like, like, get to it, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. And he's like, okay, so, you know, you just have to tell me if you accept the position within the next two days or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I accept. Fine. I'm I accept. Like, what? Let's go. Um. Though their severance package is very generous. So I did for, I was for a minute like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, If right? you don't accept it, you still get to have your severance so, since it is a different position. Right. Know? Which uh, if the economy wasn't getting more and more fucked every day, would have been appealing. Yeah, exactly. Be like, oh, you know, I could, I could have a few months vacation while I sort out yeah. my life. That sounds kind of nice. But also who's hiring right now other than like the right. grocery store. Yeah, the next thing you know, it's a three-year vacation. And mm-hmm. Whoops. So, yeah, so that was a big relief. And then it's just been, like, a ton of meetings since then, just getting things like meeting my new team and, like, you know, meeting my boss. Like, all the people that I work with now I've never met before. They live in different states and regions. So it's been crazy. And I've been, you know, and, of course, like, the reason it's parenting-related, A, is because... I was so glad Nellie was in daycare during all of this transitional stuff because it would have just been like a fucking nightmare of her like trying to play with me while I'm thinking I'm getting fired. Um, (laughs) But also I just in that interim time, I had to kind of spend a little time being like, well, what am I going to do if I get laid off? You know, like do I Chris is actually making enough money that it wouldn't like it's not enough money that it's like we don't need more money Tristan but it's enough money that it like we could make it work you know like it's yeah. he's currently making more than the two of us combined were a couple years ago right yeah so well, back when he didn't make any money right right so we have <laughs> made it work with the amount of money that his salary is and actually less than that um yeah it's not yeah. like it's not a way to you know build toward your retirement or Nellie going to college or anything, you know? But anyway, it was like, I mean, I 
theoretically, like, if I lose my job, like, we're going to have to pull Nellie out of daycare. Like, I would be a stay-at-home mom then. Please don't let that happen. I don't want that. Please, God. (laughs) It's hard as hell, I will tell you, as someone who did it when I, after I was laid off. I was like, when I went back to work, I was like, damn, this is way easier. (laughs) Yeah, working's great. I haven't wiped a single ass all day. (laughs) Only theoretically. Only, not theoretically. Only, I don't know. You know. Metaphorically? Metaphorically. There we go. Hee-haw. Thank you. Thanks, person who actually should have mom brain telling me words. (laughs) But anyway, so that's my win. I'm employed. That is a good win. Congratulations (laughs) on still being employed. Thank you. Yeah, it was a... sake of your family. It was a big culling. A lot of people had to go, so... What about a fail? Do you Um, have a fail this fine week? It's just kind of been that um, Nellie looks like she was in a car accident right now. Like, she keeps getting these bruises on her face. And, like, I've been there for all of them. It's not even like she's coming home from daycare like battered and I'm like what's going on roll some heads yeah just in the last this weekend she has like this weird purple like line across her forehead because she went to pick up a ball off the floor and like I think she kind of like there was a uh, potted plant behind like a big ficus behind her so her butt couldn't go back as far as she needed it to so then she just hit her head on the windowsill when she bent over so, but it's so funny because oh, no. it's just like a lot, it immediately was like a bruise, which I feel like never happens. Like you don't just have a bruise when you hit just, something. Yeah. It just was like already bruised. So now she has this line here and then she's got another one on the cheek and the side of her head because in our nightly dance oh. party the other night, she had been spinning around and then she went to go, she does a thing where she runs back and forth and hits the door to the porch okay. and then the door to the laundry room laundry room is a very generous term for where our washing machine is but um the laundry closet yeah the laundry closet um but we had moved the table out a little because the so the air conditioner wouldn't get as like because it's under there the one of the air conditioning vents um Uh so we'd moved it out a little so i think she was just used to being able to balance on it so then she just like kind of ran for the door and then just was like and then hit her head on her uh, little like kid stool um a little step stool and yeah like clocked the side of her cheek and her head so she just looks a mess right now and her, her hair is, her hair is a disaster right now just from like she needs a haircut and so i don't know she just looks... has she ever had a haircut i gave her one um and it was like a little unfortunate but it was mostly because you know how her hair kept growing in like that vampire point because yeah. her like her bangs aren't even so it just kept going like down like that so then I cut it but then I just did it too high so it was sort of like mini bangs so I don't know it's doing it again her hair's filling out now but it's very it, I need to cut it she's a yeah, mess I, I finally cut bows and it he looked like a little I, I think he looked like a, a terrorist to be honest with you <laughs> yeah like, he looked yeah. like he looked like the guy that would try and shoot a lot of people so um, how about you? You got any wins other than a person making a person? Um, the funny part about my win is I didn't think this through because I just only thought about the birth of this guy. Well, that counts. So I'll allow it. Right. I don't really have a win. Um, I guess I would say just like getting to know the balance of having two children, 
making sure that Bo's still entertained. It's been going well. Like, I don't think he's been deprived much shipping him off to Ani's this weekend, though I did get mom guilt about it. Um, overall, it was a win and a good idea, and he was super stoked to go. On a drive down there on Friday, he kept being like, we going to Ani's? Like, yeah. I go on the elevator? Yeah. <laughs> then I walk in the door. Like, yes. <laughs> then you walk in the door. He said that like 30 times. He was so stoked. So there's just something about going to grandma's, you know? Yeah, gotta love it. So that would be my win right there. That's great. You got to fail it. Fail-wise, uh, I had a dream last night, which is not my fail, but I had a dream last night anticipating our record, I guess, that I pushed Bo down a hill. It was like a pretty small, like just a little grassy hill. We like rolled all the way down to the bottom and then it took me a minute to get him to to respond to me. I was like, Bo, you okay? Bo? Bo? Oh my God, he's not responding. And then he finally did, and I was like, "Mom fail." And I woke up. I'm like, "More like, more like, mom goes to jail." Like, good lord, what the fuck? Horrible dream is that? Do um, in the dream? Do you remember? Was it like a malicious push, or was it like this will be fun? Roll down this hill, and then it just went. No, I think I think I was mad. Like ah. I didn't want him. Uh, you know, pretty much still like he can't really touch me. Like he's just the wrong height for my scar. Ah. So or my, my incision. So like, if he comes running at me, I am definitely like, I turn real fast or like mm. let him bounce off my hip or <laughs> it's like, no, you can't touch mama's body right now. And so maybe it had something to do with that in my dream. So my fail would be that I, my only fail was in my dreams. So That's perfect. great. Wow, great job. You're doing it. Thank you. Hey, how was your birthday? Oh, well, uh, that was the night I was in super bad pain the night before. And peed in the bucket. So that was at 12.30. So it was officially July 13th, my birthday. And I was in horrible pain. I couldn't move, but I had to pee so bad. I was like, you have to go get a bucket or a bowl for me to pee in. You have to do this. And so I scooted to the edge as far as I could and peed in that. And I looked at the clock and it was like, it's 12.30. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) It's like, this is not how we wanted this party to start. So we kind of slept on and off a lot in the morning, but Bo still got up kind of early. And I was just like in bed in my pajamas, nursing or laying around for a majority of the day. So didn't feel super great, but also was like, this is all I want to do really. And then at night we ordered food, really good food. I wanted a filet. And you know, when you're pregnant, you got to like eat your steak well done. Mm. Filet well done is sacrilege. Yeah. No, so no, no. I got a medium rare filet garlic mashed potatoes and side salad and mark and i split this bottle of boob that we've had in the fridge for My quite some time we kept like waiting waiting for the right occasion we're like the right occasion is never coming so <laughs> let's drink it for my birthday slash the birth of mar yeah it was flipping delicious fantastic meal i baked myself brownies for dessert nice it was a win how was your birthday also a win Listeners, I turned 40, big milestone. I don't really care about turning 40 one way or the other, but it was I was bummed that I didn't get to make like a bigger thing of it. Like I wanted it to be like a, you know, like a thing. Um, and well, we, we were originally, originally we were going to be at a yeah. Yeah, we um, were going to be at our friend's lake house and like it was going to be a whole like how many like 14, 15, 16 people something and the kids and stuff. So it was going to be like a whole thing and like, on the boat and you know have a party and instead it was 
be home. But Chris was awesome. Talk to your friends on Zoom. Yeah. Chris did a really good job. He like, you know, he let me sleep in like all weekend and like he made me tons of amazing food. And um and then <gasps> we had I had said that like all I really wanted to do was just like because sometimes we have a Saturday night party where we play games on Zoom with our group of friends. And I was like, I just hope, you know, like a good amount of people can make it because sometimes it's there's only like six of us or something you right, know, or we right. like don't get enough people to do it at all. So I was like, oh, I just hope, you know, it'll be a good turnout. And so Chris like got and I didn't know that he was doing it, but he like emailed people and was and even extra people than usually come. So like I got on the Zoom and I was the first one on because he put Nellie to bed because he made it a little earlier. So I like got was sitting there with my little party hat on ready to go. Um, and then like somebody came on that I wasn't expecting to be there as the first person. And I was like, oh shit, this is, this is exciting. And so then every once in a while someone would pop on and I'd be like, ah, so it was fun. It was, yeah. I had a good time. And you guys even yeah. showed up and we thought, I didn't think you would be there because Marv had just turned up. Yeah, it was really fun. I had a really good time and I got some good presents and they were all like, my, all my presents I felt like were good, like. They were practical, but they were like quality of life presents. Like they like I feel happy when I use them, you know, even though they're like one was like a dish rack. But it was like I hated the dish rack we had before and I've hated it for years and we've tried other ones and they haven't worked. And this new one is perfect and it just makes me so happy. What a 40 year old gift. It totally is. But and a 40 year old reaction to that. Yeah. Oh, I love my new dish rack. Yeah. Yes. My presents actually have not arrived yet. But I do suspect that I just, you know, we're we're pretty much just like, here's what I want. You know, there's no surprise. Right. But I do think they are uh, new hubcaps for the car. Oh. Because we're missing one and one's cracked. And a new license plate holder. It's a car theme. New license plate holder for the car and one of those like emergency kits for the car, like the jumper cables and all that stuff. Happy birthday. Also pretty, pretty adult gift. So what is going on? Uh, What's Marv doing right now? He's sucking on his hand. Oh, okay. I just wondered the uh, microphone's picking it up (laughs) very well. So I was like, what is going on? I can only see the top of his head, but it didn't look like he was eating. No, it's not off my third middle nipple. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like... Bo, oh, I just I call him Bo. I've oh. been doing that too every once in a while. I bet. All right. Anything else for the people? Um, no. I just had a couple little small things I could say. Nellie has two new sayings. Um, apparently it's the hip little kid lingo at daycare. To instead of saying that's cool, she says that's so Coco, and. And she's Whoa. like, oh, and all the other the other kids say it, too. She tells us which kids say it. She's like, mm, that's Coco. That's Coco. So if anybody needs to be cool, that's the new toddler slang. That is um, Coco. And Nellie also has lately been saying just out of the blue, Daddy, I love you just the way you are. Uh, she thinks that Chris has got a um, self-esteem issue. Yeah. Well, clearly she hasn't <laughs> met him. Yeah, right? <laughs> of all the people to choose. Uh, right? He's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. I am I am great just the way I am, and my penis is perfect. <laughs> but that's it over on my end. That's great. Well, I literally told you everything that's going on with me, so... 
Yeah. I guess we just need to remind you guys that I've got a good story it's from when I was pregnant, but it's pretty good. So if you'd like to hear it, we just need six more people to follow us on Instagram. We would really appreciate it. So tell your friends, tell yeah. your family. We're not over posters. No. We do a pretty good job. Under, if anything. If anything, yeah, we're probably under posters. <laughs> it also, wherever you listen to your podcast, please rate and review us when you have time. We really appreciate that. We're trying to bump it up a little here in 2020. Yeah. Podcasts, all we got. Yeah, what if we lose our jobs and we have to make our living from podcasting? We've got a long way to right. go if we need to do that, people. We will be in dire straits if that is the case. <laughs> uh, bad, bad news. And, you know, do all the things. We're on all the things. We don't tweet, but we're on Twitter. Mark. Marv says, wah. Well, I guess that'll do us. Uh, Oh, All right. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> we are that is, that is mothers, mothers in, in the, the room. room. Bo, can you say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Nellie, can you say bye-bye? bye-bye. She's waving.